Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Hey, hey. Uh, this, hey, Mikey, Mikey, what day is it? What day is it? Hey, listen, oh, it is. It's Wednesday. Uh, poor James is over here like, I, I don't believe this guy. Uh, you could so, save 15% or more. Yeah, you could save yeah. Hey, so uh, it is Pastor Shane's in the studio. Hello. Uh, we got Pastor Steve in the studio. Howdy. We got uh, the Donut Man, the hey. other other guy. I uh, got Dean in the studio today. Uh, Dave's not here. He's uh, still traveling back from his trip to uh, the, the mother, 12 days the of mother, Christmas to Ireland, to the motherland. His would be the fatherland. Uh, the fatherland, yes. motherland is Jerusalem, right? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, it depends on if you're Russian I thought it was Holy uh, Land. Uh, yeah, the Holy <laughs> Land, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, right. There. that's right. Uh, mother Russia. We also have the other guy. we got Pastor James here today. Hi. Uh, and we have uh, Simeon. Say hi, Simeon. All right, and then we also have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head and their little spud, and I think uh, my understanding is she's expecting. That's what everybody yeah. keeps telling me, so it, it's apparently... I, she must be, because her smile is getting less and less. Yeah, like, yeah she's not it's smiling as much. That's right. And then we've got Gary Austin, the man with the plan, the voice of the valley. Hey, hey we want to say thank you to all of our listeners, all 12 of you. We are so thankful for every one of you. Uh, but hey, do us a favor. Uh, stop and give us a review on, uh, you know, if you listen on Apple uh, Podcasts or on Spotify. Give us a little review. And then also send us your comments and questions to pastorslive at therev.fm. And we want to let everybody know, hey, Greenhouse Coffee, hey, it's a great place in town. And on Tuesdays, it was yesterday, but on Tuesdays, you can get uh, amazing glazed donuts there. But oh, uh, you can also uh, get great coffee. There's a drive through that's open now. And I want to share with you guys something on uh, this last week. I had to wait in line at the drive through yeah, I, I wasn't. I, I didn't. I couldn't just pull up and and go. I had to actually wait behind another vehicle. Yeah. So it was it was twice as busy as I'd seen it. So I was <laughs> huh. it was awesome. So that means we've doubled. We've doubled since we opened the drive through. Two hundred percent since we uh, opened that drive through. <laughs> hey guys, listen. It's Wednesday, January eleventh. Uh, and today our readings are in Matthew chapter 10, the first half. We are in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Uh, and then, of course, you know, of course, 5 and 6 are the ones I want to get to, but we'll have to wait till tomorrow. Uh, and then Psalm chapter 11, and then Second Chronicles 23. Somebody asked me the other day, um, why did we start our uh, reading through the Bible plan halfway through the Old Testament? It's because it's a two-year uh, reading plan. Two. It's part two uh, <laughs> of our reading plan. And you can follow along with our Truth For You daily videos and our Truth For You daily reading on our website at watersprings.net and our YouTube channel and our Instagram and all that other place, all those other places uh, that you can do do that. Uh, but today is National Lauren, 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 your name. Uh, today is National Learn Your Name in most cor- M- M- Morse, Morris Code today. It's hey, let's say it like this. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it is. It's uh, it's dun, learn dun, dun, dun. your name in Morse code day. Uh, when you were in the military, did you have to learn Morse code in the military? Did you um, learn it? 
I think it was Cub Scouts where I learned it. Okay, because I I'm... had to learn it for my first FCC license. So for to be on the radio, Gary, did you have to learn Morse code for your radio license? Yeah, yeah so yeah, so we actually for us to be a broadcaster, in other words, to be able to turn a microphone on, because uh-huh. we used to be responsible for like first of all, basically the emergency alert system and all exactly. that stuff, well, the emergency broadcast system at that time, we actually had to be able to do uh, Morse code, <laughs> and to get our license to be able to crack a microphone, we had to actually pass a Morse code test. So yeah, well, no guys, computers back ham, then. Ham radio. Right. Yeah, you learned it ham radio, <clears throat> right? Uh, have you learned Morse code? Nope. Um, have you learned Morse code? I, I did when I was a kid a little bit. We yeah. messed around. So, so we should, but we everybody should all knows, just talk but Morse code he, about these guys. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, But everybody knows uh, SOS, right? Because uh-huh. that's that's yes. like the, the, the most important. You know, It's three short, three long, three short. That's SOS. Yeah, but if you don't know yeah, the rest so. of the words, you just know someone's in trouble. You don't know what to do about it. That's right, that's, yes. The only Morse code uh, ex, uh, exposure I had was at going to Disneyland all the time. At the train station there in New Orleans Square, uh-huh. you hear ch and then mm-hmm. the secret Easter egg is that's Walt Disney's inaugural dr- address on opening day. He's oh, in get, Morse code? Yeah, in Morse code at the train station there. Oh, it's in, <laughs> that's it. interesting. There, we had salted a salted peanut. peanut, and Dave wasn't here. Dave Whoa. Wasn't here. Whoa. In so, honor of Pastor Dave in Coleman. In honor of Pastor Dave. There salted it is. Peanut. Salted peanut. Hey, we have some things coming up you can register for online at watersprings.net. Uh, we've got the Valentine's Day Gala coming up. We've got the Amazing Chemistry event coming up. Uh, and then we also have the Resolve Man Conference. That There you need to go to resolvemen.com, check out a different website. Uh, but we had a comment question came in. And so if you have a comment or question, it's pastorslive at the rev.fm. But I have to read this one for you guys. You're going to love this. So Arlen Driscoll's story statement was so wonderful. And the pastors did so well answering his question while being respectful and kind. Uh, the pastors had me in tears with their response. I searched for an Aaron Driscoll from Evansville, Indiana, after the episode was posted. And after receiving eight responses over the course of five days of You're Crazy, I got the one from Pastors Live. I felt inspired to chal- uh, and challenged to contact Aaron and lift him up. He lives in Indiana and from the pastors uh, uh, and from the pastors broadcast from Idaho Falls the podcast touches lives all over the place and Arlen and myself are only a couple of those thank you for your podcast uh, I do have a ton of questions, and it's been a blessing that I've uh, made contact with Arlen, and we've discussed lots of those things of the gospel, and that's from Angela in Sheridan, Wyoming. <laughs> wow! So, Whoa. right? How's that for how's that for uh, Pastors Live is doing stuff that we can't even imagine, Gary? <laughs> what was that like, Gary, when you got that? Oh I, my gosh! I, I, I wish I could have been in the studio when <laughs> yeah. you got that one. Uh, yeah, so, I'm starting to cool. get tears. <laughs> right? Here we got like Pastors Live putting people together. Matchmaker. But it's like, sorry, it's one of my favorite songs. That's, that's the body of Christ. That's, yeah, that's it the is. body reaching out to one that another and loving. Right. It's making community. And you know what? We never thought in, in a million years that this was going to turn into what it's turned into, no. right? I mean, no. and this is here we have somebody who reaches out to us and we show compassion and grace, and then somebody else reaches out with that same compassion and grace that's the church that's what we're supposed to be mm-hmm. and we seek to make that here at water springs if, if you're looking for a church home you want a place where you're going to be loved 
man, we want to invite you to come. And I don't care what your malfunction is. I, seriously, I don't. We've all got a malfunction. We all got a malfunction. We all have blind spots. But listen, I, I don't care what uh, tribe, community, whatever you feel like you're part of that would re- the church would reject you. I just want you to know that you come in here. Jesus loves you. The arms of Christ are open wide and the body of Water Springs opens wide their arms to receive you in the love of Jesus Christ. And to know that you're loved, you are family. We're going to love up. We're going to live in. We're going to love out. We're going to do that love. We're going to do it every day as we seek to build a Jesus-centered community that together goes out and does the the mission of Christ. And uh, this last week, Shane and I have been talking about that idea of community towards mission. Like without community, the mission mission is weak without solid community. We're talking about Ephesians four and gospel. Yeah, it's gospel-centered community, right? Um, what is a gospel culture? And I guess another way we've been talking about it, it's a, it's a, it's a community of gospel culture. I think that's the way we want to say it, right? It's a community of gospel culture and that gospel culture has a call to the gospel, which is the missions. Um, but you know, it's like we, we talk about, you know, there's a reason for the giftings of the church. Um, and it's like, everyone's gifted to invest in the church body, the community. Mm -hmm. And as the community grows, like Ephesians chapter four says, right? Right. The church grows. And so it's not tossed to and fro. It's not pushed around. You can't false teachers can't survive in a healthy church environment. They're like, it's like the body rejects it like cancer. It's like, nope, you're out. We're done. You know, you are toxic. We can't receive that. Um, and so it's like, it's like, it's like arming all the sheep, right? It's like, you know, yeah, it's the equipping of the yeah, saints it's the for of the, the saints. building and working of the ministry. Right. Yeah. And then we, we, so we seek as ministers, we're seeking to build that. So we have Jesus, we're seeking to build that community. And this is, that encouraged me when I saw that, because I'm like, wow, that that's, that's us facilitating the building of community in a whole nother way. Yeah. That's, and that's through social, that's it yeah, nutshell, yeah, that's right it in there. a nutshell. So man, I was, I was just totally blown away by that. And so God bless you guys. And yeah, that, that's, that's just, so cool. Man. That encourages our heart. That brings us to tears. Um, thank you so much for that um, and sharing that yeah. with us because that, that not keeping that story to yourself. I mean, that's mm-hmm. super important. And so pastors live at the rev.fm. Listen, guys, if you have any comments, <laughs> questions like that, please. But com- questions are really awesome. I, 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 we do have a question that came in. Uh, from Mark Miller, and this kind of goes back to our, our Christmas season, but it says, um, hey. So, hey. Hi. Hey. Hey. Uh, so it says, um, <laughs> how can the creator of the universe make what appears to be a star move across the sky from north to south uh, and use such a star to tell the wise men uh, that the king of the Jews was born? Love your show, Mark Miller. Well, Psalm you answered. three. Yeah, you answered your own question. I mean, he's from, you're from, from and by the way, I just want to clarify, I, we, I know that you, you're from Du Bois, but uh, if you're from France and you live there, it's Du Bois, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you have to understand that uh, you answered your own question. How can the creator of the universe? He's the creator of the universe. And what you just quoted, Shane? Psalm 115.3. Our God sits in heaven and he does as he pleases. He does as he pleases. I I have no problem with that. But it was because we were talking about it. It was when we went through the reading the other day. Mm -hmm. We were like, several of us were kind of snagged with, the star moved and landed and stopped. And they, they were following something that was leading them. Yeah. Right, that star led them. See, we, and of all of our pictures, we just have this really bright star. But um, when I mentioned that to my wife, that it stood out to me, she goes, "Well, yeah, but what rises and falls in our the things that rise and fall are planets." Yeah, I mean, that's it's like it was it. A, what was it? Was it was it supernatural? Was it natural? Is it something that we? 
and I, I think it was something supernatural. I believe sure. that it was. I, I, I believe. Okay. Are you just referring a, to the shepherds, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. He's the referring to the wise men. The wise men, the, 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 the magi. The magi, yeah. So there, the there's magi. There's some school of thought on that. Yeah, there's some mad. The magi were, you know, following something that was moving, and it landed them in this place. Um, and but it was interesting that they knew what to watch for. They watched for it. Um, you know, Genesis says that you know the sun, moon, the stars were created for what signs and seasons and things like that so well the uh, magi were under uh well the or the the lineage of the magi too came from from daniel daniel and he taught taught them to look for the signs in the stars and stuff like that and so there's an interesting study on that if you want to go go look it up right with daniel and the wise men and how they studied the stars for the times to come yeah Right. So here's another question that goes along those lines. How can something metaphysical or spiritual in a sense that has no physical substance cause a physical response? Well, think about your thoughts. Your thoughts are not tangible. You can't touch a thought. You can't touch the way your your brain processes things in that cognitive sense. But you can think of something and then physically carry it out. Why? Because we're made in the image of God. He gave us that gift of thoughts and processing, which is is all done in, in our brain. And then physically, you know, I want I, I see someone who's crying. So I think that person could use a hug. Well, my thoughts don't hug them, but my thoughts compel my body to move forward and, and embrace that person physically. That's something that God has given us that we can't explain, we can't replicate, but it's something that we currently exist with. God, in his will, designed the stars, the planets, the universe, and he tells his story through them. He can, of course, in the same way, physically manipulate something like a planet to obey his call, to shine the light down, to show them where to go. Right. Uh, You know, uh, people have problems with, I don't have a problem with miracles. The reason I don't is that um, the God of the universe, because a miracle is the breaking of the natural law, right? So uh, the God who wrote the natural law simply bends them to his will. I mean, that's that's a miracle, you know. And, uh, you know, Jesus walks on water. We can't put God in a box. Well, you can't put God in your box. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's like, remember, because we all have a box. Right? Yeah, yeah, remember, you remember when we were uh, yeah. street witnessing, we ran into those guys, I think we were out in front of Delita and... And they were throwing a red herring at you. Can God make a rock so big he can't move? Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, and, I'm not, I'll never forget uh, your yeah. answer. Yep. And then he'll move it. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're trying yeah, yeah. to put God into our box, into right. our physics, and and that just I, doesn't work. Yeah, I always the, always frustrated me, and it's funny because that's what's known as a nonsensical mm-hmm. question, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a nonsense question, right? Okay. And it is a red herring, and that's right. I just tried to find a humorous way to handle it, right? right. Yeah, yeah right. and then he'll move it. Like, yeah. Why that doesn't make sense? It's neither <laughs> is your question. My, my dad's uh, answer yeah. was always no to that question. He would say no, he can't because God operates in logic and reason, and that is illogical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. God God's a God of order, not disorder, right? Uh, so, but there is a there is an interesting Bible question that came in uh, from Natalie uh, here in Idaho Falls. Hey, Natalie, uh, it's good morning, pastors. I really enjoy reading the Bible along with the church. Um, I'm wondering if Zerubbabel uh, in Matthew chapter uh, one is the same Zerubbabel mentioned in First Chronicles chapter three, and that's a great question. So 
So the question comes in from Natalie. Hey, are these the same person? Well, the answer is no, because the sons don't line up, the lineage doesn't line up, and so we're probably talking about two different people. And the, the same timeline doesn't yeah, the line timeline up. Doesn't so line up. Yeah. what you want to look for is in Matthew chapter 1, when you see Zerubbabel, it is after the deportation to Babylon. It's specific about that in verse 12. It says, after the deportation to Babylon, um, Jeconiah fathered Sheetiel, Sheetiel fathered Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel fathered Ab- Abahud, and it gives uh, Zerubbabel's wow. sons. That was really brave. That's, that was really brave actually reading well, those names publicly. Well, that it, was, it's I'm from so what proud. you've done to me Wednesday night. You guys have given me every genealogy <laughs> and it in wasn't Genesis. In, it wasn't intentional, but I was so proud of you uh, this last Wednesday. Dude, we could go, dude. I was so proud of you, dude. And by the way, the message, your application was grand, dude. You did Thank such you. a great job, but it was listening. I was listening to you like nail all the words i'm like ah there that <laughs> there you, you go that's it but but anyways the timeline doesn't line up because in chronicles this is before the deportation to babylon and so um it is most likely a different Zerubbabel. And, and that is common because I, I, I don't know this, Pastor Ty, you might have some insight to this, but uh, names in, in Israel and in Hebrew context, there's a lot of doubling down. There's a lot of the same names. Well, yeah, because you're a lot of times you name a child. That, that's the whole thing when, when, uh, when Joseph was said, you're going to name him Jesus, that was a big deal because right. he would have named his son after himself. And so, yes, there's a lot of uh, doubling down. There's a lot of that that you see. Okay, so here's here's the deal, right? So we had to stop. We had to look this up, right? And then we start looking again, uh, Natalie. And then here's the issue. We don't know. I mean, it's it looks like if you if you look at it one way that no, they're not connected. If you look at it another way, it seems like they are connected. So in Chronicles, it looks like they're not. I and mean, then there's a question about a Leverite vow and some other things like that. But right. if you look in Ezra, it looks like they are. Yeah, there's there's mention in in Ezra of the Zerubbabel that that it is from the lineage of Sheetiel, which would lean you to the way that that it would be the same Zerubbabel, right. but in Chronicles, it doesn't say that he's the descendant of uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, It says that he's the descendant of, help me with the annunciation, Pastor Ty, I think it's Padai? Padai. But one of the things that we did come up with was at face value answering that the timeline actually is correct in Chronicles. Yes, because we did mention. Oh, it doesn't seem like the timelines appearing to be correct, but uh, it, it, we we yeah. we rem- we forgot because we were kind of rushing through it that Chronicles was written in the deportation while they were in exile, and in chapter three, right. it's the overview of all of the kings throughout right. Chronicles, not just the lineage. And, and right there, and we made a we made a Bible study error that we can teach. Yeah. We forgot that the Bible's a library, not a book in linear fashion. Yeah, we and so so we had that moment where we just because it was. By the way, it's a great question, but it, yeah, it was it was something that we've never been asked before, and we had to think about it. So the answer to this one is we actually don't know. It could be. It couldn't be. It we don't could know. Be, it couldn't. <laughs> it, it might not be. It may be. And there's and there's some there's some maybe this maybe that when you look at things uh, right. in this way. Uh, because the identity of Zerubbabel's father 
uh, is somewhat puzzling uh, because it, it see because it, you you have like what happened was there a did somebody die and there was a Leverite vow the Leverite vow was if a man dies doesn't have a child his, his brother, brother comes, comes in mm-hmm. and takes that and so there's that question and, and Dean had mentioned that so right. so we're not really sure I think that that's a big mm-hmm. question and that was a great question by the way. Uh, and so keep asking your questions at Pastors Live at the oh, Rev.fm. I know the answer. I know so, the answer. What? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but but God, Jesus loves you so much. much. That's right. I don't know, but Jesus loves you so much. We've got more programs uh, coming up tomorrow. But again, guys, we want to encourage you, be in church uh, this week. Uh, tonight here at Water Springs, we've got a 7 o'clock Bible study. We also have a WANA. Uh, we want to encourage you, go to resolvemen.com and register for the men's conference that's coming up. Uh, we have the ladies' conference coming up in March. You can go to watersprings.net and you can go ahead and register for that as well. And then, again, we have our Valentine's Day Gala. We have our amazing chemistry show that's coming up. It's going to be, oh, we got an amazing year going on, but we have something else that I want to talk about really quick. Uh, we we have our week, we have seven days, uh, so a week, but we have seven days of worship, prayer, and fasting that are coming up as a church family, and we want to encourage you guys to come and join us. We're going to be doing um, a time in the morning, a time around lunch, and a time in the evening where we're going to gather together, and we're just going to worship, and we're going to pray, and we're going to spend a week you know, fasting, but people sometimes when they think about fasting, like, oh man... Like, man, how, what am I going to fast? You know, am I, can I get through a week without eating? And some people can't. I mean, they just have like blood sugar things and stuff like that. But you can do a partial fast. Sometimes it's an object fast. Sometimes it's a full fast. Or you just fast every other day. Um, or what we used to do, because our boys, we couldn't get them to fast. What we did is we made, at the beginning of the week, we made rice and beans. And we, we did is we did no butter, no salt, no, no spice. It was just beans and rice. And we would eat. We would just eat beans and rice as a family. And so kind of we talked about missions. We talked about third world. We talked about stuff like that. And so we just did uh, beans and rice. And then at the when we would break the fast, we actually just added spices when we broke the fast. And so they could realize when you know the, it, how important like salt is and and the biblical example of all that stuff. That's what we did for our family. You could do that, um, or you could say uh, I'm going to do a full fast and I'm just going to jump in just do just water. Or you could do a juice fast. Uh, some people are like, hey, I'm going to shut all my social media off. That for me, that's usually something that works uh, pretty well. There's another thing. Uh, I mean, so, how, yeah. what is what is a go-to thing that you always say? I can't live without this. I can't live without. Mm-hmm. Let's say. I mean, even this sounds ridiculous, but put, put your phone down, James. Uh, <laughs> I'm not holding my phone just to be accountable. But like, I mean, this this may sound ridiculous, but what about the heater in your car? You know, oh, I love the comfort of the heater in my car. What if you choose to fast from that? You're not going to die. I see people in town whose heaters don't work. You can dress warmly, but it gives you an opportunity to set aside something, a comfort or a go-to that you feel like you can't live without because you can't live without God. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. But you put that aside and you focus your mind and time on him. There's all you can be creative in what you fast from. Right. So anyway, we are out of town. We we love you guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Got distracted. Get off sorry. your phone, Ty. Yeah, no, sorry. Just no, hey, just, uh, your love, your family. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music. His word, the Rev.